I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to episode 41 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And I'm a little tired, you guys. <laughs> long day? It's, yeah, like a Matchbox 20 song, it's been a long day. <laughs> Is that a long... Is that a Matchbox 20 song? It was a track two on their... Uh, their All right. Break, their breaking record. Breaking record. I think we need to hear a little sample and there's a little drop oh, point to put do, that in, right? Do. You want to hear a little in, bit no, of that? In post-editing, you can do it right. It's sitting by the overcoat, the second shelf, the notes she wrote that I can't bring myself to throw away. Sounds pretty good, huh? Oh, baby. You know what I... But you, yeah, I, you know what I decided? That was worth the reference. <laughs> you're, you're right, right? Everybody got it. Everybody loves this song. You guys got it. Uh, I still can't believe that Rob Thomas made uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, God. <laughs> There were two successful Rob Thomases who existed almost at the same time, and I, I also was like, "Is that the same Rob Thomas?" Whenever I saw that, yeah, when I saw the credits of Veronica Mars, I was like, "Man, he's pretty talented." When he's not, yeah, when he's not busting out soft hits, when he's not being so smooth. Oh, <laughs> just like the ocean or <laughs> under yeah. the moon, under the moon, under the moon. I, I gotta admit, I forgot about it. <laughs> um, well, that's too bad for you, uh, guys. It's a late record. Mm-hmm. Uh, we it's are snowing out. It's snowing out. S- Seattle snow apocalypse almost yeah. up to an inch. Can you believe it? I think we're. I don't even think it's up to an inch. I think we're almost up to half an inch. Half an inch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's up to half an inch, and there's thirteen thousand fatalities. Yeah. Already. Yeah. And T- trust me, I'm very familiar with half an inch. If you know what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't. We'll talk about it off air. Okay. Uh, we are here to talk about. Black Panther. Oh, I thought you were going to cue up the music at that point. Hold on. <laughs> Guys, we're gathered here to talk he about... Went, he went stone-faced. We're gathered here today. <laughs> Are you playing the Black Panther soundtrack right now? <laughs> We're here to talk about Blake Edwards' Pink Panther. I mean, Steve Martin's Pink Panther. We're here to talk about Marvel's Black Panther. What if Steve Martin made a cameo in this movie instead of Stan Lee? Oh, my God. (laughs) Steve Martin as Stan Lee. (laughs) Excelsior. I would say you would not edit that out. No. Edit that out. Staying in. Max, why did you say that? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, So... Black Panther. Yeah. What did everybody think of the movie? It's freshest for me. I saw it this very afternoon. This very Damn. afternoon. So well, then why don't you say what you think? My thoughts are fresh. Why don't you say what you What do you think before you forget? Oh, my God. What movie did I see this afternoon? Pink Panther. The Pink Panther with well, There was Steve probably Martin. like 25 minutes of trailers before, so it's easy to forget that you didn't oh, watch boy. a whole other feature before. You know what I did? Because I am avoiding the Avengers trailer, as I've told you. Did it play? You. It didn't play, it did please. Not, it did not play. It shouldn't, because it, there's yeah. literally like a black panther kind of spoilers in it yeah i did not there was no Good. avengers trailer they did play the ant-man and wasp trailer Excellent. which i have yeah. seen already so i didn't wasn't that bummed out about that but i did not have to avoid the avengers trailer today or the noid or the noid there was no domino's pizzas <laughs> at the theater um 
I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. Um, we don't have to do too many spoilers for this episode. I think we can. It's kind of, still like in a huge. It's it's huge run. So yeah, we we're to. within the first week still of yeah. it coming out. Um, I I love that it's a self-contained movie too. Like mm-hmm. I love that you don't have to have seen a previous Marvel movie. You know, I think there are going to be some people who are going to be like, you know, I didn't see Captain America. Am I going to miss something? Maybe I'll wait until I've seen Captain America and then go see the Black Panther. There's no other than there's events in Captain America, which they also recap in there's Black a, Panther. There's flashbacks mm-hmm. that, that kind of... Um, there's no... You don't have to have seen the previous Marvel movies to for this to really make sense. Mm-hmm. Although I think, obviously, as was, is with most things in series, in a series, it adds to the experience to have seen the other movies but it's not necessary to the viewing process to have seen any other marvel movie this is in itself a pretty self-contained movie it Mm -hmm. it, it might be the most it might be the most outside of guardians of the galaxy uh oh yes yeah oh yeah right because it had the benefit of like being off the planet so it, it could it could not it could be disconnected from the other from the other ones but i also thought that iron man one probably you didn't have to see anything before that oh that's a good point the i retract Mar- my statement like yeah the 90s captain america and <laughs> uh, stuff like you didn't have to have seen that you didn't have to see the the two the fantastic four movies from the early 2000s either and you still don't have to that's correct i did just wa- I, w- I just rewatched ant-man and then right before i came here we were i was rewatching um uh Captain America or Civil War. Uh-huh. So it was nice to see like the introduction of Black Panther sure. in that and was like, yeah, he's awesome. He was on he was awesome when he was in that movie, and I was like even more like mm-hmm. stoked now that he's in a he's in a good movie. So. Yeah. Uh what did you think, Max? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um I enjoyed it. I had like uh well, same critique maybe that I have with some of the other ones of uh the action scenes might be a little bit CG heavy. Oh. Uh, especially like when they when they're in costumes and stuff like that, so it's just full body. Uh, but I thought the story was was pretty great. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a good job, and I thought all the characters were uh, pretty relatable, and you could like and fleshed out. And, yeah, and so like you understood where people were coming from, and you were kind of rooting for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Um, yeah, because I really really enjoyed it. It might be up. It's. It's definitely in my like top three Marvel movies. I think at this point, it's yeah. really high up there. And uh, I think as as the peep as you know, the word of mouth has gotten around. I'll just say that the antagonist of the film is probably the best that Marvel has produced, at least in my opinion. I feel like the most uh, you can really see. Well, yes, well, like you mentioned, where they're coming from, and uh, it just feels like more more realistic for sure than just like, I want to punch a planet in half or collect, <laughs> collect every shiny rock I can find. Yeah. Or, yeah. I want to take over the planet or, which is like fine. If, if there is a reason, if there's a really good drive, like it's easy to say, like, like isn't Thanos, whole thing. Like he's like, he's literally insane and he wants to like meet, he's, meet death. And, he's courting death. He is in love with, at, so at there's least a, in the comics. We don't know in this yes, the movie. In the comics, yeah. he is courting death who he is himself in love with, which I guess is like a good motivator in a lot of situations, but like no one would love that. I don't think as a reveal in these films, sure. I will see. Yeah. But that this felt a lot more ground level and a lot more, um, justifiable especially where you see like yeah i i wouldn't i would hesitate to call michael b jordan's character he's 
the antagonist, but he's not the villain necessarily. I think there's a lot of ways to approach it. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is against Black Panther, but he has lots of, he has reasons for sure. Yeah. Uh, really good casting and really good, uh, I thought, young casting on some of the characters, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty That was pretty interesting. Yeah. I think a lot of times when you cast a young person, you just kind of have to accept, oh, okay, this person is, is People look different person. when they're young and old yeah. sometimes. That's okay. But, but it, no, I thought in this one, it, it like matched. I was like, okay, I, thought, I, can, uh, I can definitely see that guy as Forrest Whitaker. For, for I, yes. Example. Young Forrest yeah. Whitaker in particular. I was like, this is a really great... I, I want to say that I read that maybe he was... Maybe that, that person played... Uh, against him in another film or something but i thought that was excellent yeah excellent casting for him mm-hmm. um yeah and i was just happy to see um i don't know if we're like kind of just getting into like the characters and stuff like sure. that but like i yeah i thought um yeah i thought black i i loved black panther i loved uh his general i do you, would you pull up to the i don't remember all of the the names on some of them sure isn't um i loved especially black panther's uh sister like the scientist was, oh, Cherie? Yeah. Cherie was like one of my favorites probably just because like I, she was Leticia like. right Wright? Is uh, that her name? Oh, it might be. Um, yeah, I think so. She was kind of railing against some of the traditional stuff in Wakanda, but I liked that. I don't know. It was very cool to have like an interesting, an interesting person that was like in charge of like the tech and stuff like that behind his suit. It was cool to see like his, his microchip, his, uh, you know, she was like the little she was like the tony stark of wakanda it was yeah. pretty cool yeah I I, except i've seen her compared to q a lot in james bond movies mm-hmm. yeah except a little more together than tony stark <laughs> or oh, sure sure yeah and q and q try not to eat it 007 <laughs> please 007 black panther eats a sandwich and it blows up in his face <laughs> just the his duck bills on the other side of his <laughs> head do you think she'll ever uh, take over the Black Panther mantle? I guess she has in the comics a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I, that would I think be awesome. that's a, I like what I like about. I mean, not specifically this movie, but what I like is the idea of in any Marvel movie of like the idea that somebody could one day take over that mantle. Mm-hmm. I like that, and I like that there's I, a universe of like, yeah, like. Shuri could one day become the Black Panther or Bucky Barnes could one day become Captain America. That sort of thing. I like that they, that like that is something that they could eventually play with. Mm -hmm. And I think establishing Shuri as not just like a, like an incredibly smart character, but also like pretty capable Mm -hmm. fighter too, even though like she's not as capable as T'Challa or, um, she also hasn't taken the heart shaped herb though. Correct. Or even, uh, was it Nakia? Was that her? The name of uh, his love interest, I or uh, yeah, maybe. Do you have? Um, I yeah, I think there's I think, a lot of new characters in this that I'm sure are going to play like bigger, important roles sure. in future Marvel films. But um, it's, <clears throat> I, like she's not as physically, she was not as um, f- capable in fighting as even her. Sure, but that doesn't mean that she can't develop. You know, mm-hmm. I think like having, are inarguably, I'd say the smartest character in the movie as his sister, I thought was a very cool thing. And mm-hmm. I, I like that there's even like, I would look forward to a scene between her and Tony Stark. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I like that they've established her as if they, if they never go down the road of having a Riri Williams in the, in the movie universe, which I oh, hope they do. How they, they kind of do stand-ins. Yeah. Yeah. But to have like her be like, uh, you know, her and Tony share technology or something like that in a scene would be kind of fun. I mean, I feel like with how things 
ended, not to spoil anything, they kind of have to get the two of them together. There's like no way that they can't. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, with without spoiling, yeah, like it's it's obvious, and they sort of set up in in Civil War two that like Wakanda is like becoming a part of the world. So like that, there's it's inevitable that these events will touch upon be touched upon in future Marvel movies, yeah. and you know that's all going to blend together. Whether whether the characters in the film kind of want it or not, I think that's just going to be they're they're going to be affected by future Marvel film events. So that's just the way it's going to gonna be yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and uh yeah i mean just kind of going back to it too yeah i just think michael b jordan was just such a great performance for i don't know i i think there's a kind of a, a sort of a not super high standard for what a marvel villain is and they kind of say their lines. also they, his own uh performances in a marvel movie <laughs> the standard's not very high yeah can't even <laughs> rent a street race uh, yeah but yeah, he redeemed. That's two human torches redeemed. Redeemed uh, in other Marvel in movies. Other Marvel films. Yeah, um, pretty great. I was really yeah. I would love to. I would love for there to have been some sort of uh, scene with the two of those <laughs> two of those actors <laughs> and them to have some. Haven't some, I seen you somewhere before? Some quip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there's some hot moves, huh? Huh? <laughs> human torch. Come on. Come on. It's um, the lightning in the script. Yeah, um, I thought Angela Bassett was really good. And, oh yeah, um, what's the name of the? Ac- I always forget the name of the actress who plays Michonne in Walking Dead. And oh, Denai Guerrero. Yes, Denai yeah. Guerrero. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, also, um, yeah, she was great. I really liked her in this movie a lot. And it, yeah. it took me like I knew she was in the movie, but it did take because she's she's either wearing a bald cap or she shaved her head for she the shaved, movie. She shaved. she shaved her head, yeah. and so I just it took me a second to recognize her sure. without the. The Michonne Dreadlocks hair. and the yeah. samurai sword. Yeah. Yeah. Traded in for a spear. Yeah, um, they had a lot of really powerful ladies in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like love the that. elite guards of the, of like the Wakandan monarchy were all like women. So mm-hmm. that is, that is very cool. I was watching some interviews and I think it was Chadwick Boseman who mentioned how, like, I think he was kind of like uh, throwing some shade at, at Wonder Woman and saying like, yeah, you get kind of one example of a strong woman. there, like one type of really strong woman, but we kind of have like really powerful warriors. We have this great spy. We have like the mother figure. We have a really smart person. Yeah, we I have liked- like the whole gamut of, of just really, you know, incredible, powerful women. I liked it, uh, and, and and now I'm spacing too on um, the Lupita Nyong'o's character in the film. Yeah, that she was like a spy. Like she would leave Wakanda and infiltrate other countries and stuff, and it was all like on behalf of the Wakandan government. But like, yeah, yeah that she was all, she was the subterfuge. There's even a whole scene that reminded me of like a James Bond or Mission Impossible where they go to, do they go to um, uh, South Korea? South Korea yeah. yeah. Yeah, in that casino. I, that whole part was very like, oh, this is kind of, I like this ground level. It felt there's like there's a lot of like very uh, uh this is <laughs> this is going to maybe be sort of a triggering word for some people when it comes to this movie, but there's a lot of very diverse scenes in this movie like or there's just, like oh. there's not a lot of scenes that remind me of other scenes in the movie. Like there's a lot of very very unique locales that they yes. go to in the movie and like a lot of very unique scenes from each other like Well, I think especially like the we should talk in general about the um like I think Wakanda was really well like conceived of and is really yeah. cool looking. I especially loved when you see, I don't too, too spoiler to say there's like this ma- this clan that doesn't live like with, in the, with yeah. the normal Wakandans up in the mountains and their whole place is very like 
create really one of a kind looking. I thought that yeah. was really awesome. It's cool that there are like, cause you, you see Wakanda as you know, what they show you in the trailer and in the movie as this very futuristic mm-hmm. city. But then there's also, there's the different tribes of Wakanda that live in different parts of yeah. Wakanda that aren't necessarily this high technology center of the city. I think everyone's touched by the technology, but I think I like, I think the thing I like the most is that there's this blend of, and they say all the time that like there's, they remember all their traditions and they keep all these, these things going, even though they themselves acknowledge and use the vibranium to make their lives better and like have things that the whole world would, would marvel at. So you see them at like a ceremony and then when you're at these movies, you're really marveling at them. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, is this microphone on? Bye bye. Unfortunately, um, no. it is. Yeah, and they're all, and they're all, and, and it looks like it could be like a cer- an ancient ceremony. And then you see, like, I like the River Clan guy, for example, with the the disc in his mouth. And you see him later; he's in like this really sharp green suit. And before he had like all his rubs stuff. It's like, oh, okay. They there's no reason that they can't. And sh- sure, he feels different, but like, there's no reason they can't still do do the way things the way they did doo-doo. the traditional way, and then still embrace. Nice. He said, "Do do nice do do." <laughs> Uh, one thing that I thought was cool about that, and I, I didn't realize this until after when I was watching some stuff, is um, like his um, mother, um, Angela Bassett. Yeah. I forget her uh, character name. I, I, admittedly, but, I, all, the names haven't stuck with me quite yet, but I'm going to watch it again. So, But her uh, that white outfit that she had with the big... Um, Ramonda. Uh, Ramonda. Ramonda? Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the headdress thing yeah. that was going on, it's 3D printed. So like oh. while it does kind of you know it, while it is rooted in in kind of it like, looks it, like tribal yeah but it's but then it's impossible like to make without futuristic oh, exactly interesting. like so they they took that to a, a bunch of different levels within it uh, she reminded me of storm like yeah I she thought did. she I would think be that like was intentional and maybe maybe they're uh, sowing some seeds of like yeah he's like mother weren't you a member of the X Men she has like oh, but you <laughs> cannot talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. We got something in the works. We got something. <laughs> and she's like wringing her hands. She's like, but wait till you see Deadpool do it. <laughs> but I hope they don't do that. Uh, make her <laughs> as Storm. Oh, Deadpool would have a field day with Oh my Wakanda. gosh. No, no, no. What I'm saying I do is... not want to hear your opinions, Deadpool. <laughs> Bring a real Storm in. I think Beyonce should play Storm. If she has time. Hey, uh, X-Men, if you have the... If you... <laughs> Just add, just do an ask, you, you know, like have the time. Just make it an ask, you she, know. Hey, the done, worst she can say is no. She's done movies before. She was in Austin Powers, uh, Foxy oh. Cleopatra. Yeah, I, I think she could do a Storm just fine. What's her? What's Storm's real name? Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Aurora Monroe is yeah. her name. My name is Aurora Monroe, and I'm a whole lot of woman. That was pretty good. Wasn't that a Foxy Cleopatra's uh, signature line? Yeah, she said the Borealis. And then she sings Gold Member. Mm -hmm. Got it. I'm just saying she was at, you know, she was at the All-Star Game this last weekend. They could have asked then. Or, you know, there's a... All all I'm saying is... She's like, hey, you know what? I've got free time. I'm I'm just going to start dunking. (laughs) Storm's a very powerful woman, and I think that she could uh, do well as Beyonce. Max, do you know what happens when lightning strikes a toad? <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, I do have a question Wait, uh-huh. for you specifically. I was thinking, Uh-oh, I thought about you during the movie. This is—he has not answered my question yet. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, 
there's a scene in the movie. I won't get into what's happening during it, but it reminded me of. <laughs> I know, you know exactly, exactly what you're talking, talking about. about. Wait, wait, I hated it. Okay. I hated it. There's that. a scene in the first <laughs> X Men movie. There's a scene where Wolverine uses his claws to like go around a part of the Statue yes, of Liberty. It's not good looking. There's yeah. a scene in Black Panther where he, he does the almost same the same thing. He uses his claws the, to go around like a pillar. Yeah, when they're fu- when they're. Uh, in a in a cave and there's a okay a, yes a I know you're talking about train coming past it's I don't it. remember oh I don't remember that happening oh I Watch I laughed it I I only because Max hates it so much yeah. I laughed but is it I mean that's why I have to mention that is the it like CG an unrealistic yeah it's, oh. it's very he like he flies towards it too he's like going one direction and then he's like no I guess I'll go over towards <laughs> yeah. this thing it's stupid as fuck <laughs> I gotta say I, it's so uh, bad I'm not gonna defend like the little you know, new Marvel things that the, the CG things that just are impossible for so like I, you know, even just watching uh civil war before this, it's like, there's some really great, amazing practical fights and like feats where like Captain America just holding a helicopter is like amazing, but yeah. him jumping off a building and then doing this tuck roll where you're like, no, 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 I've seen you fall off no, a building. No, no, no. It hurts you. You would be floored right now. So it doesn't always look smooth and it's kind of dicey. Know. That's gravity gravity bending, I admit. I, but. I buy the tuck and roll way more than I buy the sure. CG tuck and roll. Like, yeah. Regardless, I think that... Hey, um, man, Wakanda's got some crazy stuff going on. You, do, you have no idea what's going on <laughs> in that train cave. Yeah. I'm fine with the... Like, I just... It, when you have the characters being realer than they've ever been, That's I true. wish the fight scenes were a little bit more real. That's true. And, and sure. Every time you get that, every time you actually feel every hit rather than just like, wow, they're kind of like scratching at each other for for like 30 seconds and you kind of yeah. combined everything together in your mind because it all is just the same thing. It's just like a little dance that uh, they came up with in a computer. I just realized something. Um, in Civil War, spoiler alert for that movie, uh, uh, to his father T'Chaka dies, yeah. and he dons the armor and like is like on Bucky. I think I might. Movie. I think I might have the same question you might be asking, but go ahead. Oh, I I, I don't know. But in in this new movie, did not, he grease himself up to get into that? <laughs> yeah, that's true because it is like a suit he has to put on, and like the new movie, it can just like come out of a necklace. Yeah. But, Sorry, um, I interrupted. What are you actually? No, no, it's inconsequential. The point is, they establish that there's like the source of his superhuman power is this flower that was like imbued with vibranium way back when this this meteorite landed. Yeah. This is all in the first five minutes of, of the movie. But um, so, and, and they make a big deal of like removing that power for ceremonies and stuff. Does that mean since he was not Black Panther, or was he? Was he Black Panther now he, then he just became... He was Black Panther in in Civil War. He didn't just like have the armor. Like he was already T'Challa the protector. T'Challa or T'Chaka? T'Chaka or uh, T'Challa. Okay. He was the defender of Wakanda at the time. He was the Black Panther. I don't so because Did they have they the established power. They established the the flower power. Yeah, was he like Fire um, Mario? They, <laughs> they established in this movie that like the king of Wakanda is also the is also Black Panther, right? Is it one and mm-hmm. the same? It seemed like because it was like because I, his I mean, father tra- wasn't still, was he? That's what I was. That's what I was thinking when when they sort of like you are the king and also the Black Panther was, and I was thinking like. Was T'Chaka still like getting in that costume and like being the Black Panther up until like well, that's like his in, uh, death? in Ant Man. He says like, "Why don't you just wear the Ant Man?" You've you've done this for years. You know what to do. He's like, "I can't. It's yeah. taking a toll." And I was like, "Oh, if it like the actual shrinking and everything like yeah. has physically hurt you, okay." But like that would be so funny to I, have. I think it's probably easily assumed and probably even probably established that T'Chaka or T'Challa has been the Black Panther for a while. It seems dangerous that like that the monarch would also be the guy that whether it's 
far afield or at home has to go out and defend the country because it's like that's the whole point is that you have these warriors and these other people that take up the, these mantles and go it would be crazy to be like okay well bye king goodbye from your country i hope you don't come you hope you come back right like, so that is interesting i just was wondering we'll handle all diplomacy things while you're gone yeah goodbye. I, I and i guess the other part was just like the flower thing like was he under the effects of that did he have abnormal human strength in the events of civil war uh-huh. when he was punching remember there's that scene where he grabs hey, i might be under a little flower power today buddy but, oh do you have a glass of water to do your <laughs> bong right, sound here effect we go. here we go <laughs> everybody <laughs> whoa oh, my man God. that's that wakanda flower um burn it all Spoiler. and then everyone just hangs out in the cave when it, when it burns <laughs> Uh, this is we're all fun. Black Panther now. Oh my um, God. <laughs> um, no, you? I just it, I just wondered because like it was clear that he was still being outmatched by like Winter Soldier and stuff. So like I was like, oh wait, did he not have like the ceremony I, to become the Black Panther? Was did he just have the suit? I feel I felt like most of the time during. I mean, you watched it more recently than me, right? I mean, today. literally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like hour, a couple He's hours. He's watching ago. it right now yeah. while we're doing I, how, this. How I so correct huh? me if I'm wrong, but how I remember it is. Um, most of the time when they're fighting, he's kind of just like pushing him back a little. Like, uh, There's a couple Buc- times he's Bucky not even in just, his suit. Yeah. Bucky's pushing him back. Yeah. And he's not in the suit and stuff yeah. like that. But um, he's gradually like starting to best him when somebody else interrupts it. Usually. Sometimes there's like a part where he grabs his arm and I always assume there was some connection with the ring that he inherited from his father yeah. and like was reacting with the arm. But that doesn't seem to be the case. I think it was honestly just implying like, Oh, his he's his, his arm is strong and he kind of gets pushed off. Uh-huh. So I wonder I because they make a point in this movie of of there being a ceremony where he has to fight without any external strength. He has like the power of the of that plant taken out of him. Does that mean that like at base level when he has it in, he is like Captain America level like Sure. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. I I, I just wonder if that's something that maybe retcons the Civil War stuff a little bit, but I I don't think so. I like it as a plot device in this. I like that I think someone can it, become... That's how it is in the comics, too. Is that, oh, really? Is that they have that herb that they eat, and uh, then they gain like uh, agility, agility and, and strength, strength. Oh, okay. and speed and all of that other stuff. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I like that within the film. I just wondered, now seeing his first appearance, I was like, oh, I wonder if, like, would he have known? Would he Did he already take that as part of the ceremony? And that's where we landed, where, like... So was he, he has become officially the Black Panther and now he's become the king. It's only like a, right. because of the, the, the terrible events that that happened. It, it is odd. It, maybe it's like the first, maybe at some point the king passes the mantle off or something like that. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. And I also really liked the, I don't know if you guys were paying attention to ton to like the, there's a really good soundtrack, but the score of the movie I thought yeah. was really good. Yeah. So going into the movie, I, I, because like, Kendrick Lamar is the name oh. that they gave and all the trailers had more of a hip hop feel. I thought mm. it was kind of going to continue with that, but it's all like, or not all, but a ton of like tribal it's, drums. Yes. And, it's yeah. very like, it's very African. It feels very, I, I wonder if, I wonder like what languages they're in or if it's based on a certain part of Africa or certain tribes or something like that. But it felt very original and it felt very like, oh, I could totally believe that this is this country's, the kind of the way the music they produce or what it seems sounds like. So I yeah. thought about it. The I don't it sounded like you were mentioning the language that they were speaking or no? Or, or are you just uh, talking about Just the because sounds? I didn't know like if uh well come to think of it, well I, I guess I hope they weren't well they could be they could be have made up like a kind of Wakandan words or something, but I don't know. The, I guess the language that they were speaking was uh from 
Southern Africa, like where Nelson Mandela is from. Okay. It, it is an actual language, and I don't know. Because isn't I mean, in this one they establish that like it is hidden in Nigeria. I think, like I think they cut to Nigeria at one point, and it shows oh. them flying to the mountains, and then it's like Wakanda. Well, no, in the middle Nigeria. Of it. They went to Nigeria to get um. God, what is her name? Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o's character, Nakia. Nakia. They got. They went to Nigeria to oh, get. Oh, that's her where out. she was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, that was another thing I wanted to mention that I really loved, and I wonder if it's like it's a weird, maybe it's a weird connection, but it's it almost it. It, it, uh, speaks to like how advanced Wakanda is. I loved that like kind of like small, like uh, ashy, like um, like oh. their their computer tech, like yeah, their readouts. The, the 3D yeah, stuff. the three D stuff where it would like it showed him they were like scouting out this car and they're starting, and he picks it up off the display and wipes the top off, and he can see where yeah. his mark is inside, and it's this very cool interactive thing where I was like. Tony's still stuck on like flat screen, like Maori reports. It makes, this is it makes dope. Tony Stark's. It does. Yeah. But did you notice in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they go to Ego's planet, he's got these white statues and displays yeah. and they kind of form and move around and they kind of are this moving representation where I was like, this feels very similar. And I was like, how cool is it that like this God planet man with unlimited you know power and this is how he chooses to represent stuff and like wakanda is like rocking that kind of stuff on their own yeah. with like vibranium i but thought that was a cool that, that's an interesting connection too is because uh vibranium like came from space and so oh. and i don't know if we fully understand it's, what it's that ego's is ego's poop and <laughs> and the soul stone is still out there somewhere and possibly has yeah to there was a rumor vibranium somewhere pe- people were saying that they thought that there'd be some connection where that um uh in the movie you can there's a ceremony where like it almost there's almost it's almost like uh where well, like almost like you go to another dimension or another plane you yeah. like see this kind of this velt that he talks about it in civil war he's like death is just a, a step in wakanda we go to another place yeah and people were like oh i wonder if that will be a stone there'll be something in a ceremony that introduces that but i was kind of saying to myself like i think like three or four stones all on earth is too many of a coin, too much of a coincidence, I guess. But like, it's a Marvel movie. Like it's, it's a big, big budget. Like, but I would, I, I almost think more, it would be like out there floating around. Cause how many are there? There's the eye from, for Dr. Strange. Uh, Uh, well, I guess Loki brought the one that ended up in, um, uh, vision's head. Yes. There's the same thing with the power stone from, or not the, the from Guardians. Stone. No, that is the Power Stone, the purple one from oh, Guardians. I was thinking about the Dreamcast game, Power Stones. Oh, okay. That that's, a, that's a great game. <laughs> Both um, of them. Yeah. So I hope Wang Tang shows up in uh, one of these Marvel movies someday. Um, there's the Aether. That was on Earth, hidden on Earth from the elves? That was the in... Elves? No, that was in Asgard, wasn't it? I think it was on our planet, and that's why it was in danger. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like, I'm like... Uh, too many stones on earth i cannot remember where where <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. apparently um yeah well i guess i also in the sense that like it's clear that all these things need to be like protected and possibly kept apart as far as possible so i would hope the powers that be realize like uh oh we shouldn't have more than like one or two stones on the planet at one one time we're such a huge target so yeah we'll see we'll see how it all comes together because mm-hmm. it looks yeah yeah in the hmm. what do you think of uh Oh, I already forgot his name. Bilbo Baggins. Oh, uh, Ross Everett Ross. Yeah, he was in. He play. He plays a much bigger role in this movie than he did in uh, Civil yeah. War. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also still, still not a huge role though. Not a huge role, and and also like at least is the only Ross in this movie because remember he they also had General Ross, Thunderbolt mm-hmm. Ross, Thunderbolt Ross, yeah. and the other one. And I was like, why does not 
Is everyone really freaking out about this character? And then, of being course, changing? Ross from Friends shows up yeah. <laughs> in the stinger for Civil War. <laughs> um, yeah, he was good. He helped just enough. <laughs> just enough. I, I, it's one of those. I mean, it's it, it's a it's a, a opinion thing, but I'm always kind of sort of thrown off by an English person doing an American accent, and he has one of those like very much doing Doctor American Strange. accent. Yeah. Because Dr. Strange's like, I don't believe in your chakras anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dr. Stephen Strange. <laughs> I, I American thought... at large. <laughs> Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> From Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comma USA. Uh, I thought it was good that he wasn't a complete idiot in this movie. Yeah. Like, cause he, he's kind of been playing that, uh, like at, he gets blindsided by everything really. Yeah. yeah he seems and ineffectual he's, he's, too often. Yeah. Like, and yeah. he started out that way, but I think he, he gained a bit. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah. And I really liked Andy circus. Yeah. I liked Ulysses Flip, flipping out going yeah. crazy. His, so slight spoiler, he has an arm cannon. <laughs> And they, I think it's, it's implied in the it in the trailers I mean, he gets, yeah, stuff. he gets yeah. his arm cut they off in Age of Ultron. They gets his arm cut off in Age of Ultron. Now he yeah. has like a robotic arm that has this like that splits open, splits it's like open a mannequin and arm a cannon in it. I thought that was pretty, yeah, that was pretty rad. Yeah, and it fires. It, it almost like a big concussive blast. It sounds or like Iron Man's, you know, repulsor beams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, he goes repulsor beam when he shoots it. <laughs> Activate Iron Man repulsor beam. <laughs> Um, He's like, this one's for you, Stark. <laughs> Every time, yeah. looks right in the camera. This one's for you, Stark. Um, yeah, I I thought they were they were both good additions to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were like, uh, yeah, necessary for certain plot elements. Just it singly for like their their one little thing where it's like, yeah. you need to fly this thing. You need to be a bad guy for this yeah. part. Boom, got it. I did think he was going to serve more of a role in the Ooh, movie. Uh, circus. Mm-hmm. I think he served the exact like right role because it was an element. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was an element of it that his theft of vibranium in uh, Ultron not only helped Ultron get like this almost impervious body, but like this sick bod. Yeah, but like yeah, set him up as this like the one of the only guys who'd gotten in and out of Wakanda like that. Yeah. Also, so wait, hold them on. Hold them on. <laughs> hold them on. on. Everyone, hold them on. Digimon. <laughs> they branded, like, they branded him. They're like, you're a traitor or you, yeah. you stole from what got... He still got away? They had, Yeah, they had him and branded... I mean, then again, he's, like, really sneaky. I guess it... No, I was You thinking... have the time to brand him, but, like, there's no... I don't know. It's... Like, somebody, like, branded him and, like, turned around and, like, wiped the sweat off their brow. Like, glad we got him. And then he turns around and, like, his they're chair's like, spinning. They're like, we branded him now to kill him. And yeah. then they turn around and he's, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was gone. <laughs> Uh, who knows? No, I, I'm glad he was in it. He's it. I think it moved the plot exactly where it needed to yeah. go and gave like, yeah, like without saying anything. Yeah. They gave the antagonist like this forward movement. Yeah. So I liked that. I also liked seeing uh Sterling K Brown in the movie. He played uh T'Chaka's brother when they, when he goes to confront him in the apartment. Uh, yeah. Who is, uh, I he's, recognize him, but I don't, um, he's on the TV show. This is us right now, but he's been in tons of other, uh, stuff that I just can't think of yeah. right now. I don't want to speak too much about that, but there is like, yeah, there's a scene that that, uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan and that and that character are just. I was like, yeah, that was a he was in Marshall with with Chadwick Boseman. Oh, was he in, this year? Was he in The Wire? Uh, was he in The Wire? Yes, Andy Serkis was in The Wire. Yeah. Oh. 
That's what I was thinking. Uh, no. Oh. He was not in The Wire. Hmm. Fucking reasons. What have I seen? <laughs> I'm thinking of Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> who was in The Wire. What? Oh, okay. But uh, where? I wonder where I've seen him then. You want me just to list off his credits? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's in The Wire too. Sorry. <laughs> so overall, thoughts on the movie? Like, do you? And like, where does this rank for you in terms of Marvel movies? I think, I think, be, especially because other than like the word vibranium, claw being set up a little bit, Ross, yeah. you don't need to know who Ross is to know. They like, even oh. like, they, there's a couple, like, I think they refer to him as CIA agent Everett Ross, like, two and like, times. there's like a little, like, oh, another broken white boy to fix kind yeah. of. Like, there's a moment. There's like, there's so few, there's things that, yes, obviously, you, like you mentioned, bef- uh, benefits being a, a watcher of the Marvel films be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But because it is so, um, because it is so self-contained, I feel like it is all the better for it. And it's like a great movie that then you can get this. This could be the Iron Man for a whole other gi- giant group of people to go and like reinvigorate themselves on the superhero movies, want to start going and seeing these characters where, and where they go into future films. So I think it's such a huge success for that reason, especially. Yeah. I haven't decided. I, yeah, I haven't figured out kind of my, my chronology of all them, but I think it's got to be up in my, like my top three. I think especially because of the fact that it's so. That's not chronology, by the way. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think it's in my most hey, uh, recent I don't three. have the, uh, time, I don't have the uh, time stone. I don't, uh, <laughs> I'm not really about a chronology. Look, I don't know how to list these, but I think it's definitely in the most recent three okay. Marvel movies that have come out. Let's do one, B, and four. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's... Let's do I, G, and 88. Perfect. Oh, my man. Um, yeah, it's it's really high up there just because I feel like it got a lot right. I can, I can totally forgive anything as far as like, yeah, if there's parts that I... I might have been just wrapped up in it. If the part, if some of the, the CG seems lacking or stuff like that, I... Which would seem odd on like a big film like that, but also it feels like it was also like this visual on this visual style that didn't feel like, like watching civil war again. I was like, this is like a, everyone's outfit is a lot grayer and darker. It felt more uh-huh. uh, Snyder verse a little bit where as far sure. as it was more serious subject matter too. And this one has plenty of dark or uh, dark stuff too, but it felt yeah. the lighter pelts parts felt uh, lighter. So yeah, like, the lighter parts and there did, were lighter then... pelts in it too. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but like, to that one. When they were in the dark tunnel in, black suits fighting each other i was kind of like this is a little dark for me in terms of like actual <laughs> light too, light, too serious light co- yeah not not too serious but <laughs> no i know what you mean yeah i mean and that's <clears throat> and you can't argue that because if it's cg on cg it's like well you could literally have put them anywhere they could be in front of a vault you know exploding volcano or something yeah. what is going on nothing my phone is off during the record is that t'challa that's that's I'm considerate s- turning off your phone andrew yes thank you thank you um, and edit right here. And <laughs> everything's fine. Yes, We're fine. There was no talk of any phones. <laughs> Overall, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that this is a. I just think it's such a big success. It felt. I don't know. I, when I went and saw Iron Man, I was like, wow, this is like a great superhero origin movie. And I, I, would you consider this an origin movie? It does feel like he's very much kind of coming into. He's worn the suit before. But I, I mean, like- you've seen him wear the suit, so I don't think you can technically consider it an origin movie, but I think it's a 
it's you could call it an origin movie in that like we were talking about earlier it is setting up his character as like this is where he's going to be at he's going to be ruling now if and- this is your first introduction to the black panther character you're not missing something by having not seen civil war true it adds on to his character but it doesn't in that way i feel like it's it's sort of an origin story especially since like you can say like well we already met t'challa we already met him it's like now you're seeing him literally the ceremony to become a king be, you know having to take on this responsibility his first big threat i feel like it does feel like an a bit of an origin for like this version of the character so yeah i just think it was like a huge success for that reason i five forks <laughs> wow. wow that's impressive uh i think it's pretty high for me as well uh i'm trying to think of like what else i put up there are you like civil war i think is still number one for me uh, and then or, I don't know if this even counts, but I really liked Homecoming a lot because I thought counts. In terms yeah, why of, wouldn't it count? Because it's a Sony kind of offshoot of it. It's not, but is TS it? is in it. Oh, hmm? Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I'm still gonna put it in brackets. That's off fair. To the That's side. fair. All right. Um, because whatever it's, it's, it's okay, fuck you want to <laughs> fuck you wrong. But anyway, okay, yeah. so that's that. It's Civil War, it's Homecoming, it's Iron Man just for being the first one. And okay. I think it's still a pretty decent movie. Oh yeah. Uh and then and then this one's uh, and then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh one. So I think those are probably the top contenders and I don't know exactly where everything falls down, sure. but uh yeah, that's, that's probably a good company then. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. How about you, yeah. Drew? Um well, I do consider Homecoming a Marvel movie, even unlike our one hundred percent stupid. Unlike idiot. a recently <laughs> fired uh, member of this podcast, yeah. Um, you uh, just wait till the Venom movie comes out, and you'll be wanting to put it in brackets uh, too. Okay? Do not get me started on that non-trailer. <laughs> I just did. Um, I I would rank this up here up there pretty highly. I want to see it again before I say you know. I put it as number one or number two or what you know whatever mm-hmm. in the ranking, but I I really if you put it number one, never see it again. Just <laughs> it always will be at number. It's one. It's in the time capsule is number one forever. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I I had a great time watching it. There was never a point in the movie where I you know it was one. It's one of those movies I never felt the runtime of it. It's a little over two hours. I know that's always a weird caveat that I'm sure people are not that excited to hear. It's about the standard for Marvel movies, But, like, it was one of those things where whenever I see a runtime of a movie, I'm like, fuck, over two hours. But um, this did not feel over two hours to me. I'm trying to get, yeah, I'm trying to get further away from that because that that is a reaction of mine, too. But I feel like it really just depends on the film. Like, if if it's the paced well, that two and a half hours doesn't feel like enough sometimes. You're like, oh, I could live, be in that universe more. So Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like a lot of movies really benefit from being... Uh, that long as long as they you know fill it <laughs> with, yeah. with stuff worth watching yeah then two hours is not too long to right. sit down and watch something and i think like they i mean this movie is just chock full of to chock full <laughs> he had to it's gotta have a lot of him andrew andrew are you okay he fell he went into carbonite that's the star that's the wakandan <laughs> put him in a vibranium coffin vibraninite Uh, uninterrupted from what i was saying earlier it's chock full of like great acting performances um and (laughs) hold on (laughs) you guys keep talking my wife's calling me for the second time oh okay no everything might be over there okay um yeah i think that i think andrew really liked it because you know we're gonna speak for him yeah Um, exactly no i just i i think i'm yeah especially happy to if like this is the jumping on point for people because 
the fatigue of of these big for every good that the, these connected universe movies has there's that fatigue where it's like oh mm-hmm. i didn't see these two okay now i'm just watching it to watch it to get set up and we have the benefit of generally liking all these movies for the most yeah. part but i can i can see where like people are already starting to feel star wars fatigue they're already starting to feel even I the am. marvel fatigue yes yeah <laughs> after that shit we shit. will not speak right. no we will not <laughs> nope um but I th- I but, but it, even if but even if you'd love Last Jedi, it doesn't necessarily mean I, I really enjoyed it. But it doesn't mean like knowing every year there's going to be one, and some are going to be good, some are going to be not. I'm hopeful, and I want. And I I think yeah. also in addition to that, the the idea that everything has to be tied and connected together, and so some people are getting that fatigue, and that like oh Ray better not be a Skywalker because all you know it's just like how can all these people be related, and so you have that like i don't know why they leave the room for two seconds i stepped out for like less than a minute you guys (laughs) are talking about star wars (laughs) choking each other (laughs) force choking uh but i i like that this one is self-contained and i like that um it's kind of proven that you can do that you can step away for a bit Mm -hmm. because i think that every they should have that um that they they shouldn't force it if it's not gonna work unless it is a star wars movie then please force force away that joke i've never heard anything quite so i think i've made that joke in the most yeah i think like three three times like it's like the low-hanging fruit (laughs) Mm. like uh fruit veil station yeah uh well good thing ryan coogler had the creed to make this a good movie Hello, I'm the new host of the podcast. Ew. Blandrew. <laughs> Premium Blandrew. Well, well, your old Xbox name. Classic. Uh, anyways, uh, I like that it got away from it and it proved that you can do that yeah. and that not everything has to be tied in. You can tie it in. Like Civil War is still my favorite and I think they did the most tying in out of pretty much all yeah. of them besides Avengers. Um and I think that you can do it. You should do it. It works. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I also think we should probably mention the cultural significance, the cultural impact that yeah. this has had. Yeah. Because uh, it's fucking great that this happened and that it that it was so successful that I think it's number two out of uh, all MCU. I think it uh, is, is right it? after Avengers. Yeah. The, the first Avengers. Yeah. So it's like I think the, it's like the fifth the, biggest opening ever. Oh yeah, of any, movie. any movie. Yeah, and I, I got to get that dig in. I think it's did it just break like all like Justice League's entire box office in like the <laughs> that first. Does, would not surprise me. I think if you you should look it up real quick. I think it might have broken in the like the first few you know five six days it's been out. Uh, when you when this recording is heard, it broke. I think the entire box office for Justice League's entire yeah. run. That's fucking great. So. But. Uh, What's Andrew? Oh. What's the uh, one day ago? Justice Black Panther has already beat Justice League's entire domestic box office. I, I mean, not they, they could turn it around. People are st- <laughs> well, I just like because people like to say, pretend. Remember, there was like this whole thing they were gonna uh, DC fanboys were gonna try and spam Rotten Tomatoes with bad reviews. I think the uh, the idea that there are that many DC fanboys. Still. It was a group of three thousand at least people that committed to saying they were who going cares? to do it. Who let cares? alone whoever. I, exactly. Who cares? Because. As we said a million times, just make good DC movies. I'll go see both. I have enough money yeah. to go see both of these movies. But that like, is that is pretty incredible if you think about it. You got a movie with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. All literally the things. first <laughs> appearance of the Justice fucking League, which are um, great characters. And I've watched, I own the Justice League, the, the cartoons. And I only, uh-huh. like, I love them so much. 
and then Black, Black Panther. <laughs> I've never read a single comic. I refuse to. Uh, <laughs> <wow>. um, <laughs> but um, but the fact that yes, that there's something that if anything's going to give you superhero fatigue, I feel like it's some of these one-off movies. What Guardians of the Galaxy? I never heard Black Panther. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. And then you go and what a surprise to be to be like wow yes they're they're putting out good stuff and and like nice that like like we mentioned like a, I think a good villain with the, like a relatable you know storyline and and just some ground level stuff that feels like is sometimes missing from the bigger world ending events yeah of the other absolutely Marvel films. yeah I did a lot of those things right like flat, this is the stuff that people have been saying for years within the Marvel Cinematic Universe just flesh out the fucking villains mm-hmm. and put it ground level it doesn't have to end the world yeah come on I did and, uh, I watch, watching Ant-Man again the, the whole movie is like it's a heist to get this uh, bad Ant-Man suit yeah but the villain shows a video of like what you can do with the suit if he sells it to you and it's like one guy puts a suit on and can, you know, assassinate a political leader or take out this squadron of soldiers or infiltrate this thing and get information. Then it shows an army of guys with the suits and they sweep over the globe in like a yellow wave mm-hmm. and take out everything. And it's like, where, what's going to happen to the planet when you mass produce these things? So it is this low level thing that is this still a giant world threat Yeah, where I was like, this one is... There's an implication like, oh, we're gonna change everything. But, yeah, yeah, I guess there is that world threat there. But 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 it still felt like, it still felt contained to Wakanda. It still felt like something that was still being dealt with on a smaller scale slightly. It I don't know. It, yeah, and I guess like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Ant Man is the one that probably got the closest of being like, okay, this is ground level kind of like not, yeah, not sure. world ending. Or or I maybe actually maybe Homecoming. Because that was just kind of Vulture doing something very bad, like stealing. Remember, he's going to steal. Yeah, I guess so. And it was Avenger all, tech. all contained within New York, essentially. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. It, and then, like, what he would have done would have had implications for the rest of the Marvel universe, but mm-hmm. it was nothing. It wasn't a clear and present danger, like at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. but I think it worked. It proved that you can do that stuff and you should do that stuff. And I think that's always good. And the other thing that it proved is that you can make uh, all black cast, uh, black director, yeah. and all those things just get, they got shot down every time you talk to a producer right it's like okay we can't do that because it's not going to make the money back and it's not going to make money overseas and it's not going to like have a little faith in the amazing characters you've created that people have fallen in love with yeah like they i think they pitched i heard that they pitched black widow and gamora and all these other female characters having like a one-off like a a one-off movie where they're all together and i was like Yes, you have all these varied characters that are gonna meet eventually. Mm-hmm. It would be great to have have do something, something fun, like, like that. Do, yes. not just fun, yeah. but like do something inventive or yeah, like something out of the box. Like yes. and and that, those talks are probably mainly happening after Wonder Woman, you know, right. smashed it. Mm-hmm. And so like it's fucking great that Black Panther did too, because yeah. now you you can't use that excuse. That right. excuse nope. is now gone. It's and been it's, trampled. I mean, it's it's only been out for a week by right at this point, <laughs> but like it is also the best reviewed superhero movie of all time wow it's a 97 Dead, pissed and deadpool's not happy he is trying to hack the <laughs> rotten tomatoes mainframe as we speak to tomatoes tomatoes you say tomato yeah i, I say, say um it's a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes oh which is way to go click that three yeah. percent buddy yeah buddy come on buddy that three percent was the dc fanboys <laughs> the, 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 yeah, critics the, the, the three percent is like yeah i got kicked out for pretending to be injured uh oh outside of the yeah oh my god <laughs> good stuff good stuff a bunch of yeah assholes are always going to try and ruin a good thing but 
this thing is too good to be uh squ- yeah squashed by by that kind of bullshit yeah so, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i good movie yeah Heck two thumbs yeah. up from me baby i said i said it before five forks two thumbs up i recommend you go see it <laughs> me as well um i yeah I, I think you guys were talking on the cultural significance when I walked out of the room, unfortunately. But um, that's what, oh, interesting. That's what drove you mm, yeah. out the room. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Julian was like, you, you said just... to call at this time of the podcast <laughs> to, get, to get you out of a sticky situation? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, whatever you guys said, I'm sure was great. Was Star- oh, wow. We, we just started talking about Star Wars. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> the we were like, fuck is and, the matter with you guys? And, Andrew's finally gone. We can finally talk about <laughs> Star Wars. Um, yeah. I just think uh, very quickly, I think it's good. It, it's very important and great that there is a, a movie out there with like not just token black representation, mm-hmm. but like true black representation in the sense of like what it's like as to live life as a black person in America and also in Africa too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You know, I thought like, and, and to uh, live life as a black superhero, I think is yeah, pretty important too. Yeah. Like it's not just, it's not, uh, I remember George Lucas attempting to do oh, something, <laughs> and I'm okay. Not talking about Star Wars, but only tangentially related. Said, because if I of the directed director. the Last Jedi, I would have. Um, he he made I would have put the Black the, Panther in the Last yeah, Jedi. The milk would have been uh, a pink instead of uh, green. So, <laughs> so he tried to make. <laughs> just ignoring you, he he tried to make that one. Um, I, well, he made the movie. Oh, uh, uh, Red Bear, Red Tails. Red, Red Tails. Yeah, That's Red Baron about the pizza. And he, <laughs> He said the reason he wanted to make that is that he wanted a like just a black hero that you could look up to the way that he had uh, John Wayne as a kid. Just somebody who is just out and outright a hero. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, there, there aren't enough of those for black kids. And I like I feel like Black Panther is the actual uh, realization of that. Whereas sure. I don't think that Red Tails quite did it. But I think Black Panther is here. You heard it here. Fuck the Tuskegee Airmen. But, uh, Black Panther, so good. Tuskegee dropped it. Wow, out of the like sky. That famous, like that famous wow. newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that that is a good point too. But like this, this is I'm certain will be the launching off point for other films where like yeah, people aren't afraid to take those chances. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Or even if they are afraid. You know, you can't you can't say it anymore. Yeah, you can't. Without say, there's no yeah being called upon your bullshit. Yeah. Right. There's no hiding. Yeah. All right. Whoop whoop. Go whoop. see Black Panther. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Dark Carnival approved. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see you next time. Ow. Bye. Bye.